0: we
1: backlog it's a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy marvel comics and this is the 1970s bonus issue number one i'm andy the jolly green giant and with me is my co-host shane the child having a monstrous tantrum <laughs> <laughs> that
0: i i just i feel like every time the energy goes up a little like it just it ticks up just a little more and yeah i know. i don't know what i'm but, gonna
1: do five months from now
0: <laughs> yeah and in, in literally like a year from now it's just gonna be 10 minutes of you screaming
1: <sighs> before the podcast starts. hey it's the infinite backlog <laughs> <laughs> uh yep. hey so uh so rory's not here for this one uh which is why we're doing a little bonus issue and uh over on, over on Saturday Morning Tuesdays, we also had to record an episode without Rory, and over there, we decided in the fiction of the podcast that he was either a ghost and we were trying to do a seance to contact him, or he was a sea captain lost at sea, and we weren't sure if he was ever going to find his way back to port. Um, so I guess you can kind of imagine whichever one of those you like, but we don't have Rory here, and he's probably happy that he didn't have to watch the Incredible Hulk movie from 1977. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone should be happy that they didn't have to watch the Incredible Hulk movie from <laughs>
1: 1977. Fucking a man! I was so I was looking for 70s content because I like I like we we did a few bonus issues in the si- for 60s right when we uh, we couldn't have Rory and we brought Austin in and we watched some cartoons and stuff from the 60s. The 70s has a chunk of stranger content. I think there's not as many cartoons. Uh, and there was this. So later on in the seventies, they did not only this live action show, The Incredible Hulk, but also there was a really shitty live action Spider Man that no one knows about. I guess with, I mean, I sent you a picture, Shane. Of, a not un, a not unattractive man playing Peter Parker.
0: But like a 75-year-old man. Yeah. Playing <laughs>
1: I know, he's not a teenager. <laughs> uh, ad- admittedly, they made him college age for the show, but still, it does not look like a kid in college either. Um, and though I give them points, when I was tabbing through the episode, I was like, oh, maybe we'll watch the Spider-Man show. Uh, they had not only J. Jonah Jameson, but in a move that very few other adaptations have taken, they had Robbie Robertson in there, too, uh, working at the Daily Bugle, which I was really pleased about. So, like, that's cool. But the show was bad. It was a real snoozer. Um, And so I guess I opted to watch this instead. Like, this wasn't a snoozer. There was also, I think, a Doctor Strange movie with Jessica Walter. The 70s was a very strange time. Uh, and I'm sure for, we're probably going to do at least one more bonus uh, issue later on in the decade, maybe after we finish it, like we did with the sixties, just to kind of, uh, check in on some of the other content, like the spider woman cartoon and some other stuff. But, uh, Shane, give me your, give me your unfiltered thoughts on this particular thing we decided to watch.
0: Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. So Jessica, yeah. just Jessica Walter, since we're going to, you know, just bring it up. Like she yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. she just passed away. I know. It's so upsetting. Like. Two months ago, something like that, right? I think so. Yeah, literally like two months ago. Yeah, Um, that was a
1: 1978 movie of Doctor Strange. And I beg of you, anyone listening, please, (laughs) please find the Wikipedia article about it because it has the VHS home video cover and it's got Jessica Walter making stank face and a really skeezy looking Doctor Strange in like 70s gold chains. (laughs) <laughs> Hold on. I'm sending it to you right now, Shane. This is in the backlog oh, Discord. No. Okay, all right. This is the image right now that I need you to look at.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's everything to me.
0: I That doesn't look like a normal movie, right? Like that.
1: It looks like a porno of Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Strange!
0: Do, it should be like Dr. Strange Love is what that should be. Wow.
1: Oh man. So I don't know, maybe for another bonus issue we'll see if we can't track that down and actually make Rory watch that with us, but Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a Rory adventure.
1: I know. I know, for real. So, oh, no. okay, okay. So, okay. for any anyone who doesn't have context, CBS uh brought, put together a made for TV movie based on the at, th- at that point 15-year-old property, The Incredible Hulk. And they made a uh, a tv movie that we're watching that we watched for this podcast episode and we're going to tell you all about. They made a second tv movie and then following that, they made 80 episodes of a tv show that spanned 5 seasons. And after that, there were three separate reunion movies, the newest one having released in 1990, 3 years before Bill Bixby, the main character, had uh, the, the main actor had died. Uh, so and I know they'd planned to make more until he died. So, like, this franchise had enough staying power that for, like, 15 years they were pushing out content. I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted by that. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, when you hear CBS 70, 1977 made-for-TV movie, I feel like the expectations are through the floor. And they were. And because of that, I feel like I had a good time. You know, like they got to exceed what I thought was about to happen. Did you have that?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. But so it, I would say that it started in a way that a lot of older films start, which is like...
1: with exposition forever
0: you you squirt baby oil all over your lens and you do like a a montage like a fuzzy montage with some soft piano to kind of set it set up the mood or whatever and it was very much like eight minutes long
1: oh my god
0: it was so long of of them of, of of them giving us the backstory of like what is happening right Mm-hmm. How, because uh, so we should literally just jump right in yeah, where the whole montage is uh,
1: d- David, David, David Banner, Banner. <laughs> David Banner, you guys. And it's I'm going to read you
0: change to David Bruce Banner.
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give you a quote from the Wikipedia article for this show. According to both Stanley and Lou Ferrigno. It was also changed. We're talking about the name from Bruce to David. It was also changed because CBS thought the name Bruce sounded too gayish. <laughs> Since when is Bruce a gay name? Uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so obsessed with this idea that there's these suits at CBS going, Bruce Banner? <laughs> gay. Yeah, gay. What? What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so but it opens on it opens on David, David Banner. David later changed to David Bruce Banner, <laughs> the nice straight and... <laughs> David Banner, <laughs> <laughs> and his wife, and they're doing like normal couple stuff, and they're doing like normal, normal, like we're in love. Oh look at, yeah, look at yeah, how like, we are. Uh, Oh, we
1: have a cat. Oh, we're baking. Oh, oh, oh I yeah. broke my arm, and I'm writing on your cast.
0: I, I wrote "I love you" on your cast. <laughs> Right, and so then it it like <laughs> it skips ahead to the catalyst for basically what is happening in the movie, which is her dying in a car accident. Yeah, right. It just kind of like oh, surprise! Here's the car is flipped over, and he can't get to her, and she's dead. And then he fucking yeah. wakes up, and then he fucking <laughs> wakes up. You guys, it was
1: a dream. <laughs> yeah, but it was a dream of a real event. It is a it is a recurring nightmare of a real event. But so I think I think the important thing to take away from this it, it, this is the purpose of the first 20 plus minutes of the movie is that David Banner is endlessly feeling guilt For the fact that he was not able to tap into what some people dub hysterical strength. That sort of fabled strength that mothers have when they need to save their kids. And they like pull a huge whatever off the top of their kid to do it. Because, you know, it's mom's strength and they need it in that moment and they have it. And he has all this guilt. So much guilt that he wasn't able to do that to save his wife. That he is now 11 months deep in research trying to figure out how to get that strength. And... (sighs) We we have to ram home. I wish I had the strength. Why didn't I have the strength? About thirteen separate <laughs> times over the course of this expository twenty minutes in a ninety yes. minute movie. Yes, uh, it is wild. I, mm, mm, but, mm, Elena, bad, bad taste but Elena, but Elena,
0: but Elena. Those people, those people got to flip cars and bend steel steel bars. Yeah, and I
1: didn't get to do those things. I know because of when your (laughs) wife died, and you have those recurring nightmares, don't you, David? Yes, I do. I do.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) I. I. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna get this out of the way right now. We're gonna make fun of this movie to a certain degree. (laughs) However, can we both agree that Bill Bixby is actually doing a really good job of acting it for Bruce for for David? I, I think there is if there's a reason that this show got turned into a show from these like this movie and the other movie that they made later it's it's this guy it is fucking bill bixby because he is putting in a really goddamn good performance for this incredible hulk television show
0: <laughs> listen and i have to tell you that like like spoiler alert um that the 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 woman in this movie i don't know her name but her character's name is elena i can get it for you captivating
1: she is. She's very Absolutely good. Absolutely
0: gorgeous. B- like, wonderful. B- brilliant on screen.
1: Her name is Susan Sullivan.
0: And she, she's only in this episode, everybody. That's mm-hmm. coming later. That comes yeah, later. Yeah, she's
1: only in this one. Oh, interesting. Okay, so she did a bunch of soap operas. She, uh, she, was, she played a character named Kitty Montgomery on Dharma and Greg. And uh, she was uh, a recurring role on Castle. Maybe maybe a main, main character on Castle. I'm not really sure. And she got nominated for an Emmy for lead actress for the role of Julie Farr in Julie Farr M.D. D- don't know what that is. <laughs> but, oh, it's another 70s TV show. Got it. Great, great, great. Okay. She's really good. I don't know why I don't know about her because she's really quite good. Both of them are. I I I fucking love everything. The only actor who I don't enjoy <laughs> is... <laughs> The one who plays Jack McGee, the reporter. Yeah. And what's what's frustrating is that he is in, like, most episodes of the TV show. Like, he's one of the mainstays of the TV show because this reporter who is, like, tracking down the case of the Hulk for his tabloid magazine, the, it's like – he's like the antagonist. who was following David Banner around the country as he tries to escape detection. Is he
0: really in the whole show, though? Like, I yeah. mean, how does – how does that person <laughs> stay in the whole show?
1: I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Wild. Uh, all right. So there is this big chunk of exposition like we said. They're like doing they're like interviewing a bunch of like moms and other people who've had like the the sort of moment of crazy strength like like Shane was saying where they like bent steel or kicked down doors. Um and there's a sequence late at night where uh after uh, th- they've Here, let's say this. There's a sequence where we're we're examining blood. And this is a very important thing to set up, right? So there's this guy, Ben, who has gone in and just kind of souped up all their lab equipment at the lab that they work at. And so it's like, yeah, your settings used to go to like 9. They go to 15 now, I guess. And we didn't change the dials. I've had to put little tape markers down. And write fifteen on it, or whatever, so that you know that it goes to bigger numbers now on all the equipment, and so they have this microscope that now, instead of normal like magnification, there's a tape marker <laughs> that says one
0: million times so they can so they can see DNA. <laughs> they can can see the dna proteins
1: (laughs) yeah so they just kind of magnify times one million and see the (laughs) dna and all of a sudden Uh, david and elena have have located the sort of genetic component to what is causing these people to have their crazy strength um David oh, also like has another sort of flash of inspiration later when someone mentions gamma radiation, and he's like, wait a minute, that has to be the key. And he cross-references the dates of these people that he's interviewed and, the, and what then and what happened to them with uh, a graph of background gamma radiation over time, like from sunspots and other shit. And Pause. all of – yeah, pause.
0: We have you You can't say who they interviewed and then skip over it. <laughs> OK, please. There, please there, do there it. are there are 25. There's 25 minutes of interviews I of know. people telling their stories of how they how they <laughs> tapped into their Hulk anger. Right. I just didn't want and to it, talk about it. And it. it's just It goes from like a lady who saves her son and describes her car crash to some dude who's like uh, I don't know my friend got shot and then I got shot 17 times and I saved him to that man from Brooklyn oh, the, the New
1: Yorker yes the New
0: York guy the Brooklyn oh,
1: guy the New Yorker guy who's <laughs> talking about yeah yeah I kicked this door down you know and then, <laughs> and then uh, the fireman said it should have taken a battering ram to do it and David's like then how did you do it and he pauses and goes by the grace of God, grace of God. <laughs> by the grace of God by the grace of God yeah, it's no. an absurdly long sequence. It's so long it's so to the point long. where I was like, are we ever going to get to see Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk?
0: Not at all. Not He gets 10 minutes in this movie.
1: Oh, but he's so good. Okay, we'll talk about the Hulk a little later when we get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Hang on. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's great. This is great. So Banner has this this realization about the gamma rays, and he's yeah. like, oh, shit. That's what's happening. And on the on the day when I had my car crash. <laughs> you mean the
0: mitochondria? You mean the powerhouse of the cell, David? The powerhouse of the cell, David.
1: David. It's like fucking shit's creek. She says his name all the time. David. But David. Uh, as soon as what she said, you David
0: mean where all of the where all of the cell's power comes from or whatever. I was like, stop.
1: The mitochondria. <laughs> we need to go deeper. You can't mean the nucleus. No, the DNA. What? <laughs> The science talk is incredible. Uh, (laughs) The
0: science talk is good.
1: But crucially, when he had his car accident, the background gamma radiation was really, really low. So he's like, yeah, interesting. Okay, nice. Uh, We had also learned that he has the same genetic mutation. So he should have been able to do it if only there was gamma radiation present. So he blasts himself late at night. I
0: I wrote that he blasts himself to stop (laughs) it. (laughs) He gets in that lawnmower man fucking revolvy chair. Yeah.
1: And
0: he blasts his face with gamma.
1: Oh my god. It's it's such an dr- overly dramatic sequence cuz he sets this 2 minute timer and, and then it does goes does the whole
0: countdown. It does the, the movie whole does a, 2 minute countdown.
1: The movie, the movie does the whole countdown in real time. It's like fucking 24 and it's just like constantly beeping, and we keep seeing the timer. And it's like, oh, now he only has one minute left. Is he gonna make it? He has to get all of these straps on and turn <laughs> his chair around. And, oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, I, 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 at this point, I want to point out this is this is very different from the comic book in a lot of ways, right? So
0: yes, in every way ever.
1: Yes, obviously, Rick Jones is nowhere to be seen, which is a travesty imagine how much fun we could have had with rick jones american teen god Uh, for
0: real if he was like an intern or some shit yes
1: oh my god uh but banner bruce banner was like a scientist like a military scientist out in like you know los alamos style like in the middle of nowhere doing crazy nuclear tests like Mm -hmm. it made sense that he Had some sort of gamma radiation accident. He was exposed to a bomb because he was saving Rick Jones from being exposed, and he like got the full like the brunt of the gamma from this like test explosion. Yeah, he got the
0: big blast.
1: Yeah, he got the big blast. This is like (laughs) he was in a dentist chair and turned it up too high. You know, (laughs) like it makes a certain amount of sense, except it doesn't. I guess Uh, it's really it's really weird. Uh, what I find really funny this is this is my favorite bit, which is why we had to talk about Ben and his his penchant for for upgrading their equipment. He thinks he's turned up all of his uh, his radiation, the gamma dial to like three hundred thousand units because he's cranked it all the way and he thought that was yeah. the maximum. Ben units of gamma, it up. which yeah. what is a unit of gamma? Yeah, I, I, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Is it rads? They don't <laughs> say rads; they say units. No,
0: they say units, uh,
1: but. Ben souped it up. And so the dose he actually gives himself is two million units, which, again, we have no frame of reference for, but it's a bigger number. <laughs> and we learn that later in the movie, like it's some sort of terrifying reveal. Like we have a frame of reference for two million units as opposed to it just being nonsense, radiation, scary movie talk. Yeah. So this sets off the rest of the movie, of course, because uh, he, he doesn't immediately see any change. And he's like really annoyed about it. <laughs> and... The sequence of events that actually cause him to turn into the Hulk the first time are so fucking hilariously pedestrian.
0: (laughs) Just, just don't give any context. Just say them in order first and then we'll talk about them.
1: All right. You want the whole list? Yeah. Give me the list of
0: how he turns into the Hulk. Ready? Go. Okay. He, he,
1: he, he tries the experiment with the gamma radiation. Nothing changes. Damn. He goes outside of his lab late at night. It's pouring rain. Damn it. He gets into his car. His car won't start. Damn it. Oh, he finally starts his car. He blows a tire. Damn it. He gets out of his car. Ah, oh, gotta jack my car up. Oh, this fucking jack. Oh, my hands are slipping. Damn it. Oh, I guess I gotta use the lug wrench or whatever and take the nuts off this, this tire so I can... Oh, my hands are slipping again. Damn it. And then I... I,
0: oh. <laughs> And then he turns in a hole. <laughs> okay, okay, pause. He rips the tire off of his car. <laughs>
1: Just beats to be it. very clear, he beats the shit out of his car. He it's like that fucking off. bonus stage from Street Fighter 2. He just beats his own car up for points.
0: Oh, God, he's Blanca. He's Blanca. <gasps> and then he he just flips it. No, wait, no, wait. <laughs> he flips it over and it blows up. <laughs> He doesn't... Everyone listening, listen. He, okay,
1: the, okay the we gotta Hulk, calm down. We gotta, we gotta calm down so we can actually talk about this movie.
0: The Hulk <clears> does <throat> not just flip his car and get mad and walk away. No. He flips his car and they have what in today's standards would be like a $2 million explosion.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a big explosion.
0: It is a full-on gas truck explosion.
1: Now, this is our first look at Lou Ferrigno. So if you're not aware of who Lou Ferrigno is, he is a Mr. Universe bodybuilder trying to make a, a his own Arnold Schwarzenegger transition into on-screen fame. Is it working? I don't mm. think so. I, I, but, I
0: don't know. Probably not. No.
1: But he did. He did. He did have a, a a nice, cushy gig as the Hulk, as the title character, the Incredible Hulk, on this show for several years. And apparently, I, I didn't look into this particularly, but apparently, several cartoons and other sort of animated things uh, brought him back to be the voice of the Hulk in future yeah, he was, projects. He
0: was all the he was all the animated Hulks in like the nineties and shit.
1: Yeah. So cool gig uh but he looks absurd I, I this is this show is an attempt to take the hulk a, a marvel property a ridiculous superhero property with lots of craziness and to essentially do a much more grounded realistic sci-fi-ish take on what that would be like to that end the hulk is not like 700 pounds 2 tons whatever of giant flesh he maybe gains like a hundo P and like a foot, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's a little, mm-hmm. he's like a foot taller and like a hundred pounds heavier. He's a bodybuilder now. Uh, it's
0: it, for most of the movie, there is one scene where it's mm-hmm. not Lou Ferrigno. Really? Did you, did you know that? So there's, no. there's one scene where, where Richard Keel is the Hulk. What? Why? Yeah. I th- I don't know. I think it's the part where he is inside of the tube. Oh, in, um, the, in, the C-lab? Yeah, in the in the C lab, yeah. In in this in the C lab too. we'll get there. <laughs> no, we're
1: gonna but get there. I was
0: I was looking at like trivia for because you know I like to be on IMDb when I watch movies
1: because I'm a Frito. yeah. No, no, but, no. I'm th- so happy you did. I didn't look at this.
0: That was just one of the weird trivia's where it was like Richard Keel's in one scene of the movie, and I was like, "What? Why?
1: That's just bizarre. make him a Hulk. He's yeah, I like know. seven feet tall." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, my favorite sequence of the movie, possibly, is this next one, where, he, uh, where the Hulk uh, storms off into the stormy night, and in the morning, he's still out in the woods, and he finds a girl fishing by herself. And I was terrified about what was going to happen.
0: Yeah, allegedly by herself. Yes. Right.
1: Because the Hulk creeps on her like <laughs> a gross woods pervert. <laughs> And it is very upsetting to watch. And he reaches out with one hand like he's going to, like, I don't know, pet her like a a little doll or something. It's very upsetting. She sees him and is scared and, like, runs away. And then her dad is around the corner because he's hunting there and he's got a gun. And he fucking shoots the Hulk. And for his trouble, this man is yeeted about 40 meters into the lake (laughs) by the Hulk.
0: The Hulk bull rushes him snaps his gun over his knee <laughs> yes <laughs> and actually i and, loved that i love yeah that. and yeets him right into the lake
1: <laughs> i thought <laughs> and before it panned down and i saw that there was water there i had forgotten that we were at a lake and it looked for all the world like he was chucking him off a cliff
0: yep that man was gonna die yep <laughs> yep
1: absolutely incredible
0: I mean, the Hulk is trying to save the little girl in the water, right? Like, so it's.
1: Yeah, he is. This is this is something that we're, we're told we're we're led to believe by what Elena says later. Elena thinks that being the Hulk is like hypnosis, where you can't actually be forced to do anything that you yourself wouldn't do in this altered state. So she thinks that because David Banner wouldn't kill anybody, the Hulk won't kill anybody, mm-hmm. which kind of lowers the stakes for the whole show for me. You know what sure. I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why she like, like wasn't afraid of him, right? Like she's like, right. "Oh, come, come here. It's okay."
1: But I feel like part of what's scary about the Hulk is that he's sort of a an unaimed, like completely uncontrollable weapon that could do almost anything, and that's why Banner's so like haunted about it. Is that like the things that the Hulk does when he transforms, he has no control over, and sometimes they're awful.
0: <clears throat> yes, I.
1: I feel like it really undercuts our Mr. Hyde, Dr. Jekyll vibe if Mr. Hyde is trying to save little kids and just kind of trying to be a good dude. He just doesn't speak English and he's big and
0: green. It's, It's weird that they removed his speech function.
1: Yeah. Is the whole show like that? Or do you think just I don't the know. pilot is like that? I actually don't know. Because I've never watched a single episode of this. Unlike Cut my parents, here. who apparently <laughs> watched this all, all the time. Everyone did.
0: Everyone watched the show. Right? Like, everyone.
1: This this movie came out the year my parents got married. And apparently, they just watched this together all the time. I don't... I mean, I, I, if you, it's the 1970s. You don't have more interesting television than this, probably. Right? So I get it. I get it. And it definitely is following in the footsteps of, 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 uh, of Kung Fu. Um, because what, what, if, if you're at all familiar with either of those shows, uh, Kung Fu is, you know, it's David Carradine is this sort of martial arts expert, kind of wandering old West, getting into trouble, meeting new people, saving them, moseying along onto the dusty trail at the end of the episode, that sort of thing. It's a very similar vibe with the Hulk show, uh, Because, spoiler alert, at the end of this episode, David Banner is legally dead. Everyone thinks he's dead. And so he has kind of nowhere to go and he's not cured. So he's the entire show wandering the United States, sort of like showing up in a new town, getting a job, meeting people, and then like saving someone as the Hulk or like getting in trouble and then moving on at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's it's I don't know. It's a very different vibe than I maybe want
0: out of my banner hulk content. It, the whole so this whole show is kind of cut like a horror film, right? It is. Like with from like the music and the the way it's shot. <clears throat> excuse me, with like it it feels like it it's in a horror genre, which tells me that the people who created the show maybe like they're like oh we're making a monster. Show, yeah,
1: it's you know I mean? yeah, like, yeah, it's a yeah, monster movie. Yeah, like it's a monster
0: movie. Doesn't it feel like it's cut together it like that and edited like that?
1: It, it super does. Yes, like like that whole exposition with all the interviews. They're like, oh yeah, this is gonna really build tension. Like no, yeah, no, it doesn't. But I get you. I get what you're trying to do. Maybe, um, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you completely. I think I think the biggest problem. That I have with this movie is that I knew everything that was going to happen about 30 minutes before it did. I was just kind of watching it all play out. Like, Mm, mm -hmm. there was nothing surprising about anything that really happened. Because, of course, his lady friend was going to die. And, of course, like... He was going to you know what I mean? Like it was just like, OK, let's wait for the Hulk to cause a problem. Let's wait for the Hulk to break out. Of, let's wait for the the reporter to show up and all, all hell's going to break loose. Like it just felt like everything was inevitable and we just sort of had to watch it because it was the origin story. So, um, and there wasn't anything particularly uh, surprising except perhaps for the things that we were texting about with that shower scene. <laughs>
0: Uh, which is where we have just arrived. We are. (laughs) So, so Bruce runs away from the dude that he eats into the lake. Mm -hmm. And then we end up at Elena's apartment, right? Because he has. Elena's
1: another doctor that he works with. We didn't already say that. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. We listen. Elena is like the fucking best part of this whole movie to me. True fact. There's a, there's a whole. Moment in the beginning of of the show that we didn't talk about, we kind of skimmed over it, where they introduce you to Elena as sort of this like fun, peppy doctor research lady mm-hmm. who's incredibly beautiful, incredibly smart. She has great people skills, and she's super great with like kids. Yeah, and like there's a whole sequence where she's talking to this little kid, and you're like, oh my god, like this is she's so great, which is a great parallel for later in the movie because the Hulk is basically a child right Mm -hmm, like they mm -hmm. they personify him as like a child having a tantrum yeah and like even as spoiler like elena's gonna die you guys come on yeah even as she lays dying later on she is comforting him as a child
1: i know it's really she's really good she's a very cool character and there's actually a really fun little bit that she gets to do where David Banner is constantly, I mean, obviously, because this is sort of his whole deal, but he's constantly like getting really worked up over shit and flying off the handle and making irrational decisions. And at one point, she's like, Hey, David, you're doing it again and you're letting your emotions kind of go crazy. And I really like that, even like, like, f- this is what 40 some years ago, 40 plus like mm-hmm. that we let the woman in the movie say to the man that he was being too emotional. I was <laughs> like, "Yes. Emotional. Yes, please." Because he was. He was he's a mess and she's so just like put together as shit. She's so good. Uh um, except for yeah. except for what she does in the
0: show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so 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 he shows up shot, right? He shows up shot to her apartment because he wakes up as Bruce Banner and he's like oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. So he obviously goes to Elena, the first person he thinks of. He goes into her house. She brings him in. But at he like knocks on the door and she's in the shower, you guys. She's already wearing a towel on her head, first off. Mm-hmm. she She already has her towel wrap around her hair, which is not wet. and then when the door, what was he knock or he rings the door? doesn't matter. Those two (laughs) things don't matter. What matters is she grabs a robe and just wraps it around herself and walks to
1: the door. She doesn't dry anything off. She's sopping wet, and she puts this robe on, so first of all, that must feel really strange. Second of all, she doesn't dry her legs, and so I'm pretty sure she tracked, like, gallons of water all over her house. She belongs
0: uh, in prison. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a jail offense, madam.
1: What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> we have to find little things like this to enjoy because I will reiterate a large chunk of the moments in this movie are kind of a snooze fest. Yeah. Uh, the pacing of this particular production is abysmal. They linger on moments where it's like, I get it. I got it five minutes ago. We don't need to yep. still be here. Yep. Uh, it is It is pretty crazy. This could have been 60 minutes. We could have cut 30 whole minutes out of it and nothing would have been lost. So we got to love these little shower moments. Uh, her Her solution for what they're going to do here after he tells her – What's going on and sort of confirms that, like, I don't remember what happened. I'm scared about what I did. I got shot. Did I kill someone? Like, it was a really, like, believable moment for him that I I loved where he's like, I've been shot. Is it because I tried to kill someone? I don't I didn't I don't remember it, but I know it was me. And I'm terrified of what I could have done. And she's like, Okay, here's what we're going to do. I've got access to this other secluded laboratory with a fucking sea lab in it that they're designing for high pressure environments far under the ocean surface. So let's get you in there. And then maybe you won't be able to hurt anybody. Right. It's got like hella thick metal walls. I'm sure this will be OK. And this is basically the set piece for the rest of the film. And I like it. It makes sense. Uh, but it is it is kind of easy that they just sort of have access to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah yeah. This has nothing to do with their other research. Like this why pressure does pressure chamber? Yeah. Yeah. But this is this is the second crazy thing. So if we this is my favorite uh, thing to talk about now, right? So we did this that bit earlier about <laughs> the stupid shit that made him mad. Yep. yep. So we're revisiting that now because. Banner has not put two and two together and gone, oh, I turned into it because I was mad. He thinks that maybe something about the specific things that happened to him that night or what caused him to change. And so he's like, it was nighttime. Turn out all the lights. Okay, wait. It was raining. And then he grabs a wrench and opens a water pipe and just starts spraying the whole inside of the sea lab with water. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, it was raining i'm just trying to recreate the night it was fucking raining oh you know what else it was doing there was lightning happening electrocute me <laughs> <laughs> he no not even
0: electrocute me he he goes i'm gonna move some wires in this uh electrical circuit panel over here and then if you just pump up the juice like we'll arc some lightning yeah it'll be great <laughs> like, it'll we'll, be fucking we'll just arc incredible. some lightning
1: Yeah, it is so stupid, and he sits in there for so long just with a frown, like an upset frown because it's not working, as water flies everywhere, lightning arcs, it's dark, and he's just, like, arms crossed, like, "Mm, why am I not hulking out? This fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It does lead to a thing that I actually really do like, though, where his... And this is this is maybe a strength of the movie, like writing wise, like its writing structure is pretty good. They really bring back like like something that I hadn't really noticed, Shane was that you, what you brought up earlier about how she was clearly shown to be good at nurturing and like good at handling children, and then that of course recontextualizes with the Hulk. um yeah. I really like that we open on the nightmares of his former like you know wife dying in the in the um in the car crash, and that ends up being not just important for knowing his backstory he has the nightmares again like he goes to bed in this sea lab and you know he's gonna get some rest and while he's asleep his nightmares freak him out so much that that's what turns him into the hulk again and i really did like that the sort of reusing of of that bit uh because it made total sense it made total sense to me and it was a really good way to do it
0: um well it was it's also a nice way to bring sort of like a (sighs) Uh, not not a justification that's not the word i'm looking for but, but but basically the they say that he has the ability to do it all along and it mm-hmm. sort of confirms <laughs> it it sort of confirms like oh yeah if the gamma rays had been whatever then you would have saved your girlfriend like
1: yeah and uh this this <laughs> he busts out of here in the longest it takes hulk so long to get out of this sea lab mm mhm They loved all these little tiny shots of now this panel is broken. Now this bit of metal is buckling. Now this (laughs) door. Oh, there's another door. He got through that door. That's an inside door. Now he needs to get through the outside hatch to get out. And it takes, I think, like 10 minutes. Like, it felt like 10 minutes to me. I don't know. It, it definitely
0: did feel like 10 minutes. It was, it was probably because it was like six, but still, that's too long. <laughs> it's too long. He punches through one of the windows so fast, and instead of climbing out the window, he continues to bust his way through the rest of the long tube.
1: Mm-hmm. But you want to know how she gets him to turn back into to David? You know how it is? It's the, <laughs> mad, the, the, it's the magical power of a couch. <laughs> <laughs> couch op we need to get hulk a couch get hulk a couch 2021 all, yeah. all we've ever needed is to give the incredible hulk a couch to just kind of sit down on and he'll calm right up turn right back into banner it's fine oh, she literally just gets lou Ferrigno to sit on a couch and he's like oh Oh. (laughs) he lets that that
0: sigh from a really hard day just out just yeah and his whole body relaxes and like his belly comes out (laughs) so let's let's skip the next like five minutes which is nothing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's them being scared of each other but uh ding 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 the police show up outside Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the police, the police and the reporter show up and the police, the police officers like, Hey, your, uh, car was found this morning and it was <laughs> fucking blown
1: up. It was toppled like. <laughs> off the side of the road and then exploded. Do you know anything like, about
0: this? David? Do, you, do you know anything about this? And David goes, <laughs> David literally say, they're going, uh um uh uh, mm, uh, mm, uh mm. like wow. Well. That's not me making a joke, you guys. That's not me <laughs> making a joke. You can watch this film. You can watch him go mmm uh mm, thinking Ooh. of his story and the cop ah. is just like cool. 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 Cool.
1: No, this is fine.
0: <laughs> he does and he behind- seems very oh. trustworthy. And behind him, the reporter is standing there just waiting, just waiting to hold up a plaster cast they found of the Hulk's foot, which is like a three-foot cast of a footprint.
1: It's so big. It's so unreasonably (laughs) large. And he's like, hey, you don't happen to know anything about these giant footprints we saw by your car, do you? Eh? Do you know this this Hulk, this hulking creature that... uh, (laughs) and and then he's like talking about how he interviewed the dad and the daughter and like they're like yeah they saw this creature and the fucking policeman is like okay look I'm here to talk about this man's ditched car I'm not here to talk about bigfoot so can you cool it a little <laughs> bit can you just fucking cool it because this is getting a little ridiculous yeah it's it's so funny and and Jack McGee the reporter um as tabloid reporter uh, when they leave the lab for a little bit, he sneaks inside and uh, and this is so this is the end of the movie. Right. So he they find him in there snooping around when they get back and unbeknownst to any of them, he accidentally knocks over this big jug of acid mm-hmm. and two things happen. Right. So David drags him outside like, fuck you. Like, what are you doing in here? You're trespassing. And he's like, well, you know about the Hulk, you know, what, you know, this creature's coming like, you know about it and you're hiding it. And uh, we get the line. We get the line. Yeah. We get the line. He said it. He said it. He said it. He says, Don't make me angry, Mr. McGee. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And to my knowledge, this show comes up with that line. Like it's not from the comics and things after it use it. But I think this show invented that line, which is brilliant. It's a very good line. It's a good line. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And he says it a lot during the show. It is. We're, yeah, we're I think they had it in the movie. Still using this fucking, Didn't,
0: still using the fucking line. You know
1: what I mean? Did did they ever have it in the movies? Did did Mark Ruffalo ever say it? I feel like I think he. I think he. Does. I mean, he he has the. That's my secret cap. I'm always angry, but like, I feel like maybe they've definitely they've made reference to it. It doesn't matter. It's still like a huge part of the culture. And like when you, when people who have never even heard of this 1970s show think of the Hulk, they know that line, and uh, that's that's another thing like. It's like the 60s Spider-Man theme song, like the cartoon. It's like it entered the culture in a way where it's just ubiquitous. Everyone can sing Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And it's just Mm -hmm. it's it's really, you know, it penetrated in some sort of way, probably because our boomer parents really loved it. Like, yeah, like that makes total sense to me. Uh, But talk to me about talk to me about the acid Shay. So
0: (laughs) you want want me to talk about the acid? I do. It just like, it gloops up and it just kinda, it final destination styles its way across (laughs) the floor to a sack of flour or maybe some kind of chemical compound. And it is split second. It was one of the only things in the movie where I was like, I knew it was going to happen. I knew something bad was going to happen. But the speed at which is, it switches from showing Elena saying something random mm-hmm. to just exploding. Yeah. Whiplash.
1: The entire fucking building goes up.
0: Like, My jaw hit the floor, and yeah, I was like,
1: <gasps> it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh and and of course. Elena dies uh as a as a result of this um she well
0: hang on so she gets crushed right she gets yeah, crushed she's crushed Hulk jumps in saves her um like pulls the pulls the column off of her which is like ooh that's what he couldn't do for his girlfriend or his yep. wife or whatever you yep know? exactly so he has this great moment of retribution um and then the the big 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 Bix, not Bixby what is his name Andy Jack McGee Jack McGee. Jack McGee thinks he dies in this explosion. Because yeah. he, he only sees the Hulk emerge holding Elena and run off. And then the rest of the building, like, explodes. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Like, it, it goes up, and he's like, oh, okay, bye. And he leaves. hmm uh, And then, you know, he uh, the Hulk carries Elena into the woods, and they have this beautiful moment where- Oh, I know. They have this beautiful moment where she comforts him, even though she's dying, and she's like, I don't know if you can hear me, but- I've always loved you and then uh, she dies and then obviously the Hulk has his big scream.
1: Yes, the big Hulk roar.
0: The big Hulk roar.
1: Now, what I really I actually really like the sort of like tragedy feel of this because Mm -hmm. the final scene of this movie is at Elena's funeral uh, and David Banner is just kind of like, you know, creeping because he's also legally dead. Uh, side note, is he buried next to her? Because didn't he have a dead wife? Uh, because his, his, uh, you know, his whole, like, grave is, like, right there, too. So, like, did they kind of, I don't really know what's going on there. But, uh, he walks up to the grave, and after, and she told Hulk that she's always loved David. And the the final thing we hear from David Banner in the movie is, I love you, Elena. And I think you love me, too, although you never said it. And it's like, Uh. ah. She did though. She
0: told so the Hulk. Good. She told the Hulk. That that moment is literally so good.
1: Oh, it's really good. It is. Cr- it is soul crushing. But it's uh. I mean, God, it's it's quite it's quite fun. If you could, like I said, if you could somehow cut thirty minutes out of this to a a, a real tight one hour and enjoy it that way, even how dated it is, I think it could be really great. I just don't know if I can recommend the full like hour 38 of this film.
0: Yeah. I, I think we should do a super cut of it, Andy. I think we should work on, oh. on, a, on a cut of this film <laughs> and cut it together and then re-release it.
1: Oh, I'm very into that idea. Except for all the effort that it would take.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: If we could just do it without it taking time or effort, I'm so on board with you.
0: <laughs> if, I, if I could just say it into the abyss and someone made it happen, like,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any final thoughts before we do what we have to do?
0: I, okay, wait, we, we talked about basically everything that was important, right? Yes. Like yes. we, let me, let me do a little scanny scan of my notes and see if there was anything else that I wanted to mention, any honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it The movie gets so good for the last 10 minutes that yeah. my notes are just me typing in all capitals saying Elena blows up home to the rescue she's literally dying what so sad oh my god
1: <laughs> it is rough I mean it's it's a it's a repeating trope that you always see in media especially stuff pre like 1995 uh yeah where the lady dies to make the man sad they call it fridging they call it fridging from comic books actually there's a there's a DC comic, and I don't remember whose comic it is, but I'm pretty sure that's where the term comes from, where, like, a, a hero comes home to find his girlfriend dead in the fridge. Uh, and there was this whole – there's this whole thing. Some, some uh, woman wrote, like, a whole – like, put a whole list together of, like, all the different times in comic books and, like, other media that, like, this has happened to sort of, like, motivate a man and sent it to all these comic book writers. <laughs> and some of them were like, Huh. You're right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, but they call it fridging, and I, I am always sad to see someone get fridged. Um, but especially a great character, like exac- exactly, exactly. Elena was such a so good great. I would. And watch if they're not going to have Betty Ross, right? I mean, if they're not going to adapt and have Betty Ross from the comics, she was a great stand-in, a different character, also a scientist, and I don't know, just interesting and cool and could hang. Yeah. With Hulk.
0: Yeah. So, no, that was, my, that was my final thought on it.
1: All right. Hey, I have no idea what to expect from this, but I know you've prepped one, so gimme, give give gimme, gimme. Are you going to ding the bell? You have to ding the bell. Ding,
0: ding, ding. <gasps> clang, clang. Oh, clang, clang. there it is. There it is. That's the fuck, merry kill bell. Okay, hello, welcome. Welcome to a fuck, Mary kill, where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is... Other uh, one, and so today I thought since we were just having fun with it and we're just kind of talking about the universe of the Hulk, yeah. I thought that I thought that maybe today our fuck Mary kill would be Lou Ferrigno mm. as the Hulk,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Lou Ferrigno as himself. Oh, okay. And then Hulk on Counter Earth in Warlock. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, okay, so right away I have thoughts because there's only I feel like there's only one marriable option, and it's the only person on that list. Well, okay, I I guess Lufferigno probably has sat at a dinner table in his life, but the only person on this list that can politely sit at a dinner table and hang is the Hulk on Counter Earth, just chilling with Adam Warlock and being bros. And I feel like I feel like that's the one you marry, but
0: I, I don't I, know. I You don't want to marry Lou Rigno as the Hulk?
1: I mean, he's a sweetie pie, right? He's a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, they put him in that powder green wig. Yes. Oh, my God. That wig is abysmal.
0: He has to wear the powder green wig for the rest of your life.
1: And, like, the the green makeup, like, I don't know if it's just thinner around his eyes or they didn't apply it, like, all the way to his eyes or whatever, but, like, in certain mm-hmm. lighting... It's like he's green and then the light is sort of penetrating and it's like there's skin tone up there by the eyes though. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and the 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 trick with the trick with anything that
0: like those kind of colors that go on your face is they play with the color of your teeth too. Yeah. Which is unfortunate.
1: It is because yeah. everyone's teeth except if you're really intense about it are some variety of yellow and the green yep. does no favors there. Nope. Um, Does, it
0: literally doesn't matter who you are your teeth will look yellow in that costume
1: yeah it's not a good time I, I can understand your point of view I, I, on marrying Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk I, I want to I, I go on record here though Lou Ferrigno as a guy is just a person who is real and maybe I should choose Mary for that reason but I just don't know if I could marry a bodybuilder is that, is that a weird thing to say no, feel? that's
0: totally that's totally not a weird thing to say, because the amount of dedication and time it takes for a person to look like that. Yeah. Not only like the time spent in the gym, but the time spent eating food and prepping your dietary needs to look like that is. Yeah. Yeah a full-time job.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can be Mr. Universe and still have like a, a good committed relationship that's getting all the attention it needs.
0: Unless it's Miss Universe. So then in this situation Whoa. are you Miss Universe? Is Andy Whoa. Mrs. Universe?
1: Whoa.
0: Are are you Andy Ferrigno, Mrs. Universe? <laughs> No, I don't have the
1: dedication or focus for that. Who do you think I am? I, I think Andrew
0: Ferrigno is such a good name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I marry Hulk on Counter-Earth. I kill Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk, and I fuck Lou Ferrigno. What do you do?
0: Okay, 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 okay. I I also kill the Lou Ferrigno Hulk.
1: Okay, good. I just like... He's off-putting he get green makeup all over you in bed and your yeah. sheets. And I dealt with that when I did Shrek. Green
0: makeup, not fun <laughs> to wash out of your eyebrows, people. <laughs> um, I think I, did you marry the Hulk on Counter-Earth? I did, yes. It's okay if I, you want to
1: marry Lou Ferrigno, it's okay.
0: I, I think I do marry Lou Ferrigno. Okay. I, I think I do, but only because he could be sugar daddy.
1: Yeah, he could though, couldn't he? He
0: could, yes. Yes.
1: I feel that. Um, I feel that.
0: And then I definitely bone the counter Earth Hulk. (laughs) Yeah, he seems sufficiently chilled. I make Adam Warlock watch, though.
1: (laughs) You do that to Jesus? You do that to Marvel Jesus?
0: I would do that to Golden Jesus. (laughs) And his dark apostles.
1: Yes, the monster apostles. (laughs) The monster apostles can hang as long as they don't interrupt.
0: What is this, yes, this stupid is,
1: show? This is a mess. What are we even doing? I hope I hope that if anyone was like, like I hope that someone who wasn't into this episode bailed early because if they made it all the way here and they're still not loving it, you, you really sunk a lot of time into this and I apologize. But hey, we're here. We made it here. This is the end. Uh, we watched the Hulk movie. We can say we did it. Rory didn't have to. I think he'll probably be pleased about that. He's this probably already been, seen it. I don't know about that. I mean, he has the opportunity. I shared him the li- I shared the link with him. Maybe he, maybe if he's bored, he'll watch it. Uh, maybe. But hey, this has been seventies bonus issue number one of the infinite backlog, and seventies mm, uh, boner, seventies boner <laughs> number I don't know why one. I did that.
0: We need to get out.
1: <laughs> and uh, and like we say at the end of every every issue, uh, don't make me angry because you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Bye,
0: bye. It could be you wouldn't like me when I'm Andy, too.